Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies Get all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, markets decided that uh, that they didn't want to be down as much as they were overnight. And after the Dow being down uh, over 200, uh, President Trump extended a little bit of an olive branch uh, through Cepheus and uh the markets exploded and reversed. And I think that was, you know, if you watch the overnight action, I think that was fairly easy and a fairly easy call to look at because you saw that, you know, at, at let's say three o'clock this morning, uh, the Dow was down around 200 and the, the morning was spent trying to rally back and recover from that sell-off, and of course, by you know, I don't know, by let's say eight o'clock or so, uh, the markets are only down a hundred, and then boom, out came the news at uh, at seven forty, actually seven forty-five, so seven thirty, and at seven forty-five, the markets had a complete reversal, and uh, and then went up on the day. So you know, again, I think you could see that was pricing in the tape that there was going to be something coming out. Because why else would the market start to rally? And that's kind of the way the markets function. Uh, interesting, though, the the Russell itself did not have uh, as a, a much of a rally based on that. And, of course, that goes back to the theory of why the Russell was much stronger than the others going in because the Russell is not as affected. So now it looks like they've cleared the way to uh, bring somebody back into uh, some of the other indexes, but of course, uh, you know the, the bonds uh, were, were, are still higher. Uh, you know the grains like the information a little bit. You know, again, it's just it's a little bit of an olive branch saying, "Hey, you know, we want to work together." And again, this is this is what I continue to say is that there's going to be um, a a better way to do this. There's going to be um, you know, a, a deal. And, you know, it's, it's going to resolve itself out because it, we, it, it always does. Uh, again, this is not, you know, a married couple getting divorced. This is uh, two countries that, you know, we don't necessarily need China, but it certainly is, it's easier and better to be involved than to be on the outside so as you look at it, you would be, uh, you know, say, hey, it's, it's, a be- it's better for everybody if we stay involved. But I think that what you're seeing is that 
President Trump wants to stay involved, but he wants to stay involved on his terms. And certainly, I cannot argue with the fact that he wants to stay involved on his terms. I think that this is the the, the whole ordeal, okay, that we want to stay involved, but we want to be able to be on, on the terms that we want to be. And, 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 and I think that this shows that we're starting to see that, you know, hey, that's the, that's the right way to be. And, you know, if, if we continue at this pace, uh, then, you know, we're going to be able to, to, to have a, a potential better working relationship, which then becomes better for everybody. And then, of course, that would be good for the markets. And, you know, again, I, look, at, I believe that the markets are probably uh, headed uh, lower from here. Uh, you know, again, I don't see any reason to believe that all of a sudden we're going to have this, uh, this dramatic turnaround. So I do see the markets, you know, getting ready to go lower. And, uh, you know, when, when, when indeed they do, I mean, this will just be, this will just help the overall picture. Okay. And that's what I think we see here is really a, a selling opportunity. Because if you remember what we said on Monday is that we would like to be a seller into the rallies. And so I think this gives you the opportunity to indeed sell into that rally uh, without, uh, you know, get, getting the, the best advantage of what the markets are giving us. And, and there's, I, I think, the, the issue that we look for, because that's what it's about, is, is understanding where the market is and what the levels are that we want to be involved in. And I think this is exactly what one might like to see if one would like to sell the market, which, of course, me as one would like to. I think that that, that gives us a, a better view as to what we're trying to do and what we're looking for. And I think this gives us opportunity to, to, be, to, to sell into the rally, which I think is, is the correct play at this time and you know again you're going to get these vicious rallies uh like we saw when you have a market that's ready to go lower and and i think that is more uh the, the deal that we look for is um uh is is what exactly you know we look for from a when you're selling when you're looking to be a buyer you're looking for a sell-off to support when you're looking to be a seller you're looking for a rally into resistance. And I think that's what we see. And I think that's would be, you know, certainly the, the opportunities that we would be trying to uh, look for and put ourselves in that best overall position. So here you have an opportunity, you know, based on what's going on for a potential sell into the market. Because again, this may very well be a great olive branch, and I'm sure that it is, but it's also uh, an opportunity to be 
a potential seller here because it did reach levels that we thought and that we were looking for and that I think you, you find yourself in a, in a better position to be, to be a seller of this market. And, and, of course, that is exactly what we're looking for is for that opportunity. And that's what markets are about is about opportunity. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, LibertyTalk.fm is the only station you need. And make sure you go check it out and make sure you download the show each and every day, as well as uh, the Sporting Edge on the weekends and Crypto Investor X. And, of course, you know, Bubba's Daily Update. You know, I do it every day after the close, trying to give you a little help and kind of what I saw and what I'm looking to see uh, on, the, on the next day. So all you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. And you fill out the little box that fills up, and you can get the Bubba's Daily Update for free. No credit card, no charge, nothing required. All you have to do is just sit back and wait for the email every day to get my views and my thoughts on the markets. Because our job and our goal is to help you become a better trader, a better investor, and help you to watch your money better. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horwitz, The Bubba Show, we're coming right back to you. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with you, everybody, and what's going on? And, uh... You know, as we continue to watch and try to decipher these these trade wars and all this crap that's going on, you know, one of these things that uh, I always look at and, and one of these things that I write about and like to talk about is that, you know, the markets don't do anything without the human element. You know, we, 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 we too often say, well, the markets did this because of. Well, it's not the markets that did this because of. It's the human reaction behind the markets that did this because of. You know, it, it takes humans trade the market. The market doesn't trade by itself. The news that we often listen to, the news that often comes out is not the, the, the markets don't make the decision to trade off of that. That gets traded off of the people that are watching the markets. That gets traded off the people that are trading the markets. And, of course, human beings, being what they are, are, you know, get emotional. And, of course, uh, happens all the time. And the emotions take over. And you typically see some panic. I think you're seeing right now, if you, if you look, you're seeing some panic in oil. Uh, I think they they trapped a lot of people short. And you've got also the... The fear of missing out, but nothing is dramatically changed in the in the world of oil. But yet here we are spiking, going to look like we're going to retest those highs, much to my chagrin and my bank account. But you know, there, it's being driven by emotion. Again, news comes out and people react to the news. So, you know, we don't we can't blame the news. You you blame or you tell, you say it's the traders or the investors that are causing it. That that's why we always talk about the phases of the market and where we are based on a certain phase because that's how the markets operate. That's how the markets create action because they are driven 
by the emotion that we, the humans, bring into the market. Okay? And so what I'm saying to you is very simple. Is, is you, what you want to look for is you want to look for opportunity. And you want to look for when somebody is, is, is wrought out and somebody has gotten so you know, emotional and driven the markets you know, so much higher or lower that you'd be looking to take the other side of that because more, most of the time, most of the time, human emotion is wrong, okay? Most of the time when we follow the herd, okay, and everybody's doing the same thing, that is typically something that tells you that you're on the wrong side of the market. You know, at the end of the day, the public is very, very, not often correct, okay? Very, very few times will the general public be correct, especially in their emotional state. And that's something that we have to always keep in mind is when human emotion gets too crazy and everybody's jumping in and saying, oh my God, I can't, I can't afford to miss this. That's usually the time to go the other way. As, we, as I said, there was an old saying on the trading floor, uh, when you can see somebody's tonsils, you give them whatever they want because they are wrong. And again, nothing has changed over time. Nothing has changed since the Stone Age. Markets are driven by emotion. They're driven, you know, tulip mania was no different. Nothing is different and nothing changes because people control and drive these markets. And so when you see something crazy, okay, usually you're trying to look to get the other side and find a reason. So if you see something pumped up with heavy volume on one side or the other, the market doesn't matter which side. The, the, the pattern is the same, Okay. And when something gets too crazy, typically what you're going to find is an opportunity for yourself, okay, to be able to capitalize, whether it be on a very short-term basis or a much longer-term basis, but you're going to find an opportunity to capitalize and, I don't want to say the misfortune of others, but you get the opportunity to capitalize and benefit from those that, that, that get a little bit too wacko Okay, and 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 can't hold on to, you know, the 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 right position, okay, and and can't hold on to their opportunities because that's what they're doing. They're they're getting themselves a, a little bit too worked up, and typically that will create an opportunity for all of us to benefit from if you have the ability to work through that and not let your emotion take over. You know, we talk about poker face and we talk about the ability to, uh, you know, to, to withstand some pressures that, uh, that happen in markets and it happened. They happen all the time, you know, and, and it, it, it's your ability. It's our ability to be able to sit back and not let the emotion take over what we're trying to do and what we're thinking about. And that is where you'll always find the best opportunity is when you can rashly, calmly sit back and make your decision based on 
the footprint that you're seeing in the market based on the opportunities that arise from the market. And instead of trying to use your opinion, which, you know, we all do it. Okay. We all, we're all, we're all influenced by news and things that happen, but that's where I'm saying to you, you have to try to eliminate that and not let the news become a part of what you do. Because number one, the news is always late because by the time the news shows up, the markets have already been ready and prepped because somebody's already got that news. So if you're trying to play a news item, you can forget about it. The only news items you have a chance for are ones that are announced live, you know, like the jobs number, but those are still anticipated ahead of time. But, but a news item like this morning, Cepheus with the, with Trump and Allard Ranch, you cannot, assume that but the market started to assume it earlier as we talked about and of course then you had the big pop from that and that might have been a selling opportunity okay uh which is what we always look at and we look for the opportunity to take the best advantage of of the market because it, the markets do, do give us opportunity if we're willing to take advantage of that opportunity and again it's not always so easy because, you know, when the market is going straight down or straight up and, you know, for you to want to step in front of it, if it's going straight up or or step into it, if it's going straight down. Obviously, not always the easiest thing to easier for me to say it right now than to always be done. But in, in fact, that is the exact time that you should be looking to get into uh, a, a market again as a short term trader. Uh, and that is what we look for. Because those bring us the opportunities that we are looking for. And if you learn to recognize those opportunities, you will find yourself a much happier camper because at the end of the day, that's going to put you in a much better position and give you that what we call that old win-win type of position. Now, again, they want, not every time will the trade be a winner but you are putting yourself in a much better shape to be a winner and to be successful. And at the end of the day, we are only trying to create successful opportunities for ourselves. In the meantime, this is the Bubba show and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And of course, don't forget about libertytalk.fm, the only station that you need. Uh, make sure you download the Bubba Show each and every day and help us get to our goals of $1 million downloads a month. would love to, to achieve that goal, and uh, hopefully you'll be there to help us. And, of course, don't forget about Bubba's daily update, which is available to you for free each and every day. I, every day I do a little video after the market's closed. And uh, certainly uh, I'd like to send it to you, and I just email them out right when I'm done. And, of course, you can get that for free by going to BubbaTrading.com. There's a little box that will pop up. You fill it out. There's no cost. There's no credit card required. Uh, and all you do is get my free daily update and uh, basically get in tomorrow's newspaper today. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and we'll be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Fly me to the moon. Let me. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we're going to go visit with John Jenkinson on Real Rally Radio, XM 147, right now. He is with Bubba Trading, and he joins us here this morning. First of all, good morning, young man. How are you doing? Good morning, John. How are you? I am good, sir. I am good. Welcome to Wednesday, halfway through the week already. Um, now we've got this report that everybody's talking about for Friday, but the market seems to be more fixated on uh, just what's going on in the outside world. Well, yeah, I think that we're we're very dictated to you know the news. You know, I, you know, I wrote an article this morning about human emotion and how they trade, and everybody you know blames the news. It's really it's the humans who react to the news. And of course, we had a a little bit of uh, an olive branch extended this morning from President Trump to China on investments and things like that, which helped propel uh, the equity markets from down like two hundred to now up on the morning. Uh, grains actually reacted kind of well to that as well. They were higher all night, but they had a little bit of a pop there. And and again, I think this is just really more of an overreaction to what's going on. I think when we look at the bigger picture, the grains have taken about all the beat down I think they're going to take. And I think that they're a, one of the greater buying opportunities right now. And I think the equities are probably going to start to head south. And I think that matches my overall thesis that the equities will eventually start to sell off here, which will bring some new money into ag products. And I think that's really what we're looking at. But in the meantime, you get a lot of gyration in between all that. But will the equities really need to sell off on the on the money market side of the trade to be able to come back? Because isn't there just a lot of money just sitting around on the sidelines waiting to look for an investment? And and they may look to the commodities once this uh, once this this trade issue gets resolved, right? They may. But again, one of the things that we we know is that money likes to flow into equities. Uh, it's the bigger chase for yield, and that's where the money will most of the time flow. And and it, I mean it, we will get buyers in ag products. I mean, the valuations are great down here. If you would compare them to a regular stock, I mean, you couldn't get much better value than buying down here. But the impetus that I think will get us to the big market, the impetus I think will get us to the big up move I'm looking for will be based on the equity selling as well. I mean, obviously, I think we're going higher either way, but I think we get a big move if if the equity start to sell, because I think that forces more money into into grains and into livestock. And I think it brings more new money in, which, again, gives us a reason to even go higher than I would expect. Now, there have been some grain producers that uh, are very, very concerned about going through these times. However, I have spoken with some grain producers that took advantage of the highs that we had back, uh, what was that, month, two months ago, whatever the whatever it was, and 
uh, actually priced some in, sold some on the cash. Uh, this is an opportunity for them to buy back into this market again. Well, I agree, Jen. And I, look, I think one of the things is I try to tell everybody is you should always have some sort of protection, some sort of hedge on your overall crops anyways. But uh, so, you know, and, and you should take advantage. But here is now an opportunity that, you know, we're, we're at prices. We're still higher than we were a year ago, for example. We're still moving towards the upside. And when you take a look at the big picture and say, well, if we if, if this doesn't resolve, then we're going to go a little bit higher because we're at great values. And if it does resolve, we can explode to the upside. You know, again, unless we're going to stop eating, unless there's going to be no demand, uh, you know, there's always going to be a need for for consumable commodities or soft commodities. And and again, I can only see that prices working their way higher from the levels in which we trade right now. Todd, there's some in the, and I've heard this in in other forms of media, and I'm not I'm not bashing them. I've, I've just heard. This I'll bash them for you. <laughs> uh, you know, if something doesn't change and we don't find some kind of resolve here with China and and find some common ground, it's going to plunge the entire world into a recession. Do you buy into that? No, I, I don't buy into any of that. I think that's a crack. Uh, I think when you look at it, I think that the markets themselves, equities are ready to go down anyways. We've got in a yield curve, which is short-term interest rates are becoming more expensive than long-term interest rates, which is inverting, which is recessionary. Uh, some people have never come out of the last recession, and all the manipulation by the Fed and the central banks is never works out. And of course, when they try to figure out how to get out, that will create the problem. It has nothing to do with trade. And at the end of the day, we're going to win the trade war if there is one i don't believe there's going to be one but at the end when it's all said and done china needs us we don't necessarily need china and and that's really the bigger story that that people don't want to bring that side to the equation but i do believe that they're going to resolve this is just a series of negotiations and a series of things that are going on but at the end of it you're going to see i think a great deal i think we're gonna get rid of tariffs i think we're gonna have free trade and which would be the best thing for the American farmer, because if we open up and take off quotas and take off tariffs, tariffs that makes even more room for us to sell more goods. Well, it makes us competitive on a uh, on more of a level playing field, doesn't it? Hundred percent, and that's what I'm I, that's what I'm expecting when this is all done. Remember, we are the most powerful nation in the world. We are the wealthiest in the world, and we are, we're, we're going to get what we need. And again, I don't think President Trump is asking for anything unreasonable. I think he's asking for just fair and free trade without the, the involvement of governments in between all these things. And I think that's what's going to happen. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us with Bubba Trading. And Todd, hold on. We need to check the weather forecast with Brother Tim Roth. Bubba Trading, and we continue our conversation. The livestock market yesterday, Todd, was a little bit of a recovery from the ugly bloodbath of the day before, at least in the cattle market. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of mixed trade. But look, I think that we expected the sell-off. You know, we had a somewhat you know neutral to bearish report and and prices were actually higher going into the report on friday so you would expect to see a little bit of profit taking a little bit of selling and we got that but i i think you look at you know 102 in the fats and 145 in the feeders and i think those are great entry areas because i do think we're going to go a lot higher from here uh you know i'm, I'm looking for you know 110 112 in, in in fats and i'm looking for 150 155 in, in feeders i mean i hit my first target at 150 so now i'm looking for 155 now and again, I think that, uh, you know, again, we get some of this news, we get some human emotion, we get some, you know, some a little bit of panic. But at the end, I think the markets will always resolve themselves the way they're trying to go. And I think they're trying to go higher. 
And that's what I'm looking I for. I think you make a good point here in the fact that a lot of the, I shouldn't say a lot, maybe some of the pressure that has pushed us down to these levels over here in the cattle market, the, the 102 that you mentioned, the 145 and the feeders that you mentioned, part of that is in relation to all of this talk and uh, rhetoric and the fear and the, and the if I can use the term blah, 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 about the trade war and, and what it's going to do to pork and pork pushing back on beef and, and the residual effect. No, I agree with you 100 percent, John. I think this is, again, this is when you get emotional. You know, very rarely do you ever make the right decision when you're under uh, heavy emotions. And I think that's what you've seen here. And we've seen bounces back. And if we go back just, you know, a couple of months ago when we had when this first news first broke, if you remember, cattle was under 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 100 and, and uh, you know, grains were getting slammed. And all of a sudden we were making higher lows from those areas. And that's a fairly bullish sign overall. And, and I, I think, again, if the economy is getting better, which they say it is, if everything is on the improve, then certainly we're going to see higher beef prices and higher hog prices. And, and I see no reason not to believe that. I mean, you know, if you remember just just 10 days ago, hogs were at 85. So, you know, I, I think that you get a little bit of a pullback. And, and of course, this is a little bit slower time anyways. And then you should look for a rally. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the, the, the markets to find their bottom, which I think they have, and start to work their way back higher. And I like this kind of action when you get a big sell-off because that just gives me a better opportunity to step in and buy. What are your thoughts on the outside markets when it comes to the financials right now? Uh, same same type of thing? Well, I think the markets are well overcooked to the upside. I don't see much. I mean, look, I could be wrong. They can go higher and higher because, you know, obviously nobody can pin that out. But I think we're very much near the much closer to the top than the bottom. Now, I mean, over over time, equity markets go up 8% year over year, just not every year. And I think, you know, after a 10-year rally, I think you should look for some sell-up. I think there's going to be some more issues that are going to show up here. I think the biggest problematic thing here right now is the oil markets. And oil exploded again yesterday. And, and that, can, that backwardation formation that we talk about has gotten even wider. I mean, uh, August oil is $4 over December oil right now, which is totally a fear trade. Of course, that can last longer than we expected to as well. But that is not a bullish signal. That is very bearish. And the wider that backwardation gets, the bigger the solve is going to be. And I'm still convinced that we see back in the 50s, if not the 40s, before the year is over. Very interesting. Todd Horowitz with Bubba Trading here on the line with us. And, Todd, it's always great to visit with you. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Thanks, Todd. Be sure and stick around and stay tuned because we've got more this morning's and that was this morning on Rural Rally Radio, XM 147, with my good friend, John Jenkinson. And, uh, of course, you know, as you know, I know I do a lot of RFD TV as well. So it's always great to, to share my thoughts with, uh, with all of you who uh, are interested in the farming and agricultural goods. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, uh, I want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm and download the Bubba Show each and every day, uh, and as well as the Sporting Edge on the weekends. And, uh, you know, Liberty Talk is one of the only stations you need. We've got 24-hour day programming, so make sure you check it out and hang around for a while. And, of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. It's, you know, highschoolinvesting.com. And, of course, if you'd like to help us out, and we're going into our ninth year, but, of course, old Bubba's running out of capital and getting tired of spending, spending without any help. And if you'd like to help us out, uh, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. 
Uh, and uh, you can go ahead and make a small donation if you'd like. And, you know, obviously we'd like to have you help us out because we do want to keep the program going. But at some point, you got to cry uncle and we'll see if this is the point or not. And thank you for those of all, all of you who have helped in the past. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bob Horowitz. We're going to step out here for a break, and we'll be back with more after the break. The Bubba Show with Todd Bob Horowitz. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bob Horowitz with you, and of course, obviously, we know the news of the Olive Branch extended, and uh, I talked about a little bit that with John Jenkinson. And of course, you know, I look here as an investor and as a trader, and I say, I don't know that there's a much better opportunity uh, that right now than being involved in the grain markets. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, again, can they go lower? Yes, they 100% can go lower. But I think that when you look at it and you say, well, they can go lower, but you know, what is the probability and, and how much lower can they go versus how much higher can they go? And I go, I think they can go a lot higher. And, and I kind of trade grains when they get to these kind of prices, like wheat and corn, almost like uh, stocks that I'm going to hold for long term. You know, when I look at, at corn, for example, at 350, let's say, the whole contract is worth $17,500 if it goes to zero. Okay, now I'm not telling you to write it to zero. I'm not telling you. But what I'm saying is that the whole contract itself is 17500 So I don't have to panic. And then if you weigh in where we are versus the levels, I mean, we're at levels that are extremely low. Okay. I mean, basically, if you take out the ethanol value of, of corn, you're at, at about a dollar, about two bucks. All right. Now, that was prices that were in the 90s. Now, if we're truly getting inflation, okay, then those prices should be dramatically higher. And, and I do believe they will be dramatically higher. I have not taken my mind off of where we can go from here. I think that they go a lot higher along with a lot of the other commodities because I think right now the place to be investing is in the commodity market before the crowd decides it's time to step in. And I think that's something that we, we often forget about is you know we want to beat the crowd okay based on a valid footprint that we can see within the market and i think that the markets are showing a pretty valid solid support level a pretty good footprint here that should allow us to get in now again they may go lower i'm not saying they're not going lower but i think the probability is You've got a very limited risk, a very limited downside here, and a tremendous, huge potential to the upside. You know, I, I still believe that there is a potential big market coming in the grains, uh, and 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 I think that you know, again, and that we're not taking into consideration uh, anything else. You know, what's going on? But we could have a, a, a could we could get a weather event. We could have just a whole plethora of things that could change. The dynamics, and I can't. I, what I what I can't see is any negative news to, to, to affect the markets. And and so to me, without the the potential, now again, don't get me wrong. There could always be negatives. I'm not saying it won't happen, but I don't know what negative could happen here. I don't know what could come out 
that could it adversely affect these markets other than it's already out. I mean, we 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 know the the trade wars, the this war, the that war. So what what else could be out here now that would create you know some major issues? And, and I don't see anything that that I see that is going to be that's going to cause much more grief than we already have. So, you know, you often hear me talk about, I think things are already priced in. Well, I, I think the worst of everything is already priced in. So if the worst is priced in, then there's that leaves very little room for down, but leaves a lot of room for up. Now, again, that doesn't mean we're going to go up tomorrow. That doesn't mean we're going to go up the next day. But I think over the long haul, I think the, the probability of a big rally is much higher than the probability of continued selling pressure. Because again, if the street, which I believe it already has, has priced in the worst of it, then where does that leave us? Okay. I don't think it leaves us with a big problem anymore because we already know, we know about the hogs in, in Mexico and their tariffs. And of course, uh, we know about China, but of course, China is one of the biggest hog producers in the world. So we're, we know they're not gonna do much to harm their, their themselves. Uh, we know about the grains and we, so we know all of the news. So now, how does the news generally now affect the rest of the market? And, and again, I don't see much that would, would, would concern me, which would have a major effect on where we go from here. I, I think that, uh, you know, oil itself, obviously I've been wrong. I was right for a while, but I've been wrong on oil. I mean, listen, I'm not going to try to make, you know, I'm not going to try to make a, 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 a bad trade into a good trade. But I do believe that, you know, again, with the backwardation formation that I talked about with John, and I've talked about with you before, uh, again, that's a very bearish sign. Again, it doesn't have to be bearish today. So you have to be, you know, very careful and not let yourself get blown out by the market, not let yourself get get killed, okay, and destroyed. So if you if you sold at you know seventy one forty and you say okay, well I'm going to risk a couple hundred bucks, then you would use a stop and look for another entry later if you did get stopped out. The key to to, to being in the markets is to have the ability to adjust. And use stops and use exit points, which comes back to part of, you know, we talk about a trading plan. You know, having a plan is always the most important thing that you can have. If you have no plan, you have no chance. Okay. And that is something that, that I, 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 I always, you know, like to talk about is because you have to have an idea you know, is when you get on the airplane, the pilot, the first thing the pilots tell you is, where's the exit? Well, when you get in a trade, where's the exit? Where am I getting out? How am I going to end this trade? Where am I going to exit if I should be wrong? And I think too many of us don't take care of that. I think too many of us aren't prepared for that. And, and, and that is probably one of the biggest things that you can be prepared for is how do you exit? How do you get out of a market when you're wrong? Okay. You know, do you hedge it? There's a million ways to do things, but the one thing you can never do, or you should never allow yourself to do is to let that unlimited risk continue to grind at you. 
because it, it affects you mentally, it affects you physically, and more importantly, it affects you financially. So you have to keep yourself in tune. You have to keep yourself ready to go. You have to keep yourself understanding exactly where you stand and what type of risk you can take. And if you understand the risk model, and if you understand your ability to determine that risk, and then you understand how to get out of that risk and reduce it, then you're talking, okay? But before you do anything, you have to know what you're trying to accomplish. What will this trade do? Now, just my own example is, is corn right now. I'm an owner. I have no exit because I'm willing to take a big hitter because it, it, it obviously isn't that big, okay? But on some of the bigger products, I mean, my oil, I've got an exit point, 7320. If it goes over 7320, I'm out. Take my losses and move on. So I know the exit. And that's what I think you need to do is you need to know your exits. You need to know what you're trying to accomplish. And more importantly, you need to come to the Bubba Show more often. And this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. And of course, as always, I thank you for being here. and want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm and download the show each and every day. Uh, you can also get the Sporting Edge there as well as a lot of other great content. And of course, don't forget about our high school investing program as we continue to try to educate the youth of America. We are in 600 high schools, but uh, of course, it's very capital intensive and I'm running, I'm running out and I don't want to run out on the kids, but I may be forced to unless you want to help me out at Patreon, at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And for all those who've already helped out, I appreciate it and thank you so much. In the meantime, that will do it for today. As always, I appreciate you all. Have a great day. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz will see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.